Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is a show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 2nd of October, 2014. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, live with Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And uh, we have an exciting show today. Yeah, we have, we have a totally exciting show today. We have um, well, a, uh, almost like an insto guest earlier today. Sempo, the Search Engine Marketing Professional Organization, issued a press release saying that they were going to be organizing a search congress in order to come up with an industry code of ethics, and they're going to be doing it next week at PubCon. So, um, that kind of stunned me. I mean, I'm I'm, 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 I'm probably behind the hour, I don't know. But anyway, you know what? We have Chris Boggs uh, from Sempo, one of the the chairs of Sempo, coming on the show in uh, probably 10, 15 minutes. We're going to be talking about... Sempo's uh, initiative to organize an, a uh, search congress and statement of ethics in the industry. We're going to have that coming up in a few minutes. There's been uh, a whole, I mean, Dave, you remember the last couple of weeks where we were just sort of like whining that nothing was going on in the search industry? <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Something's it's- happened. I don't know what it was. The floodgates opened. Uh, business is rolling in like crazy, and so are the stories. Um. It was a pretty eventful week in the uh, in the industry. Panda's out. It's happened. Panda's um, clawing its way across the web. And uh, how happy are you? I'm. I mean, I'm happy. Something is moving. Um, I'm of the camp that believes they had to do a major on-page refresh before they were able. Before Google's in a position to do a major link refresh. Right. Because you know, obviously, the the opinion of any individual, any given page in the index is going to influence the weight of the link from that page. So there, uh, there is a lot of movement at Google. So yes, I'm happy. Am I happy with with uh, what's being called Panda 4.1? I don't know. There's a lot of churn, a lot of box. Um, some clients great, Other clients not so great. Um, but I mean, for the clients who who didn't do so well on this update, you're not in bad company. You know who got hit by Panda pretty hard? Who? Our hero, my hero, your hero, the the, the most quoted source of news on this program, <laughs> Barry Schwartz, and his search engine roundtable got pinged by Panda. He's lost. Uh, he report. He self-reported this. Incidentally, I mean, like all kudos to Barry. Um. But according to a post up at Search Engine Roundtable, went up earlier today, he's um, down about uh, 26%. Wow. Uh, over, uh, over, the, over the previous week. So September 18th to 24th, and then September 25th to October 1st, he's down uh, 25.68% in traffic. Um, he's seen a dive of about 70% in referrals, according to, uh, to Webmaster Tools. Now, you've got to wonder what that is. Now, let's, let's food for thought this, because, uh, you know, I guess part of our job, we report on the news, part of our job, we try to assess with, I don't know, yeah. a combined 25 years of experience, maybe more. Oh God, Jim, we're old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're about to get older. But we'll talk about thing. that later, because um, I won't. Uh, I won't get a chance to uh, to wish you happy. All right, I'll just do it now. Jim, happy birthday on Sunday, buddy. Thank um, you so much. It's appreciated. <laughs> I'll be forty six, more than halfway, <laughs> and then I can just sleep. Um, so I mean, we, we have to look at, I mean, and this is an interesting site, and I'm really glad that Barry puts this out there. So if we take a look at why, 
why, why would it possibly hit him? And I think something worth noting for those who don't, you know, I mean, every every panda has had uh, a little bit of a different flavor, right? Like they had, and there was big uh, a cry right at the very beginning of the pandas that they tended to help big brands. I mean, and let's be honest, they did, right? I mean, the bigger brands had had more content. You know, the Wikipedia was was helped. You know, all that sort of stuff. Um, this one, to listen to Google tell it. Um, was built to help small to medium sized um, websites with good content, right? Not just not just spammy ones. So if we if we consider that, um, but also take a look at what it is. The the question to me anyway, and I'd be I'd love to hear your take is, was this a function of the algorithm, or was it a false positive? Because a lot of the content on the site itself is very short, right? It's it's just it's just news. It's just telling us what is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, could he have gotten hit with a false positive? Because the fact is, that's exactly what I want when I go there. <laughs> so. That's a good question. Um, actually, it's a good question that was echoed by wildly respected SEO Donna Fontenot, uh, who, who wrote in one of the comments to Barry's post, um, it... Almost exactly, almost exactly what you said, Dave. Um, that he often has very short posts that link off to a much longer post in somebody else's publication, often right. search engine land. Mm-hmm. Um, Google may well look at this and call thin content on it, even though what Barry's doing is, you know, a, a, a service to the to the audience that um, that he's targeting. He's, he's certainly doing a service for me by um, giving me a shorter version of a longer article. Yeah. Um, and then pointing me to that longer article if I need to absorb the information in the article. I mean, that's, 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 that's exactly what... I mean, if you have to think about it, that's exactly what the Internet's supposed to do. That's what links are supposed to do. But Google has its criteria. And um, even though that criteria may not have been meant for Barry's website, even though Google might appreciate Barry's website as much as any, any, any of the rest of us in the industry, yeah. his website still might set off their algorithmic triggers. And you, you know what I'm finding kind of ironic? The post that we're talking about itself, where he's talking about it, is mostly images. I just ran a word count on it. It's 187. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, yeah, well, you go. I mean, but I mean, the thing is rich with graphics, and you know, I mean, it, it's showing what's what's going on. So, um, you know, it, is this an area that, that Google needs to address? Yeah, and and really, you know, kicking the butt for for Barry here too on this one is Obedi. You know, I mean, I, I don't know all of his metrics. Obviously, it's not something Barry calls me up going, "Hey, want to see my analytics?" But um, you know, he probably has a pretty high bounce rate too because you go there. You spend like 50 seconds reading something and then you either click off to the other site or you go, you know, you're done, right? <laughs> you leave. Now I know. Um, Indeed. And that, that actually may be a well, that may well be a function of his primary way of promoting the website, which is through the social media. Yeah. When yeah, I'm so on Twitter, a- I look at something really quick. I absorb the information. I'm gone. And it, may, it makes perfect sense. Who knows? I mean, I, I'd be really interested, to, and I'll be watching this. I'm sure you will, too, um, to see, okay, does Google consider this and, and, and repair from it, like count these as false positives? Or there is also the chance maybe it wasn't a false positive. <laughs> maybe it just, you know, better has come up. It may not be that he lost. I mean, clearly he did, but it may not be that he's just totally down. It could be that newer sites are coming up and, and surpassing him as well. Well, you know, I've been obviously all of us have been living in analytics for the last week. Yeah, and we've noticed some amazing things. A drop of one or two points positions in search ranking on the on the front page of uh, for the keyword target is a loss of thousands of sessions a day. Yeah. So yeah, maybe he is in position seven. Maybe he's in position eight, where he used to be in position three. That alone will lose you like a quarter of your traffic. Oh, yeah, or more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, especially with this type, right? It's news. Like, once I know it, I know it. Run a query, you know, check this or that, and, you know, okay, now I know. Am I even going to position three or four in many cases? Doubtful. I was looking for what was going on. Now I know, right? You know, here, yeah, but I got to tell you something, man. Like, there's a dismissive thing that sometimes SEOs say when they don't have the answer, and that's you got to work harder. That doesn't work in this case. 
No. <laughs> because I, don't, I, can't, I can't think of anyone who works harder than Barry Schwartz. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's a very valid point. I mean, it's funny because if 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 what I think you and I were starting with, and I think this is sort of the conclusion, and I'm guessing that it actually is a false positive. If that's the case, then the advice to Barry would be, hey, hand your really well-crafted, concise copy uh, to somebody to extend out with a bunch of crap to five, six hundred words. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and then get it back in there, start with yours, go on to some fluff, and, yeah, uh, so- you know, you can do better. So in other words, Barry, don't work harder, man. Work smarter. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. We're going we're gonna to be getting to Chris Boggs in a moment. I'm, um, we're trying to get a hold of him right now. Other stuff happened in the world besides a Panda 4.1 update, which almost certainly precedes a Penguin update. Um, one of the things that, that I, you know, actually it'll be a much easier Penguin update when you think about this, Dave. Um, Yahoo directory is uh, closing. Yeah. Do the we have taps for Pasco? How long? What's that, 20 years? That thing was around for something like that? Uh, 20 years. Nearly 20 years ago. Directory of websites. It was uh, the original way to sort the internet by category. This is stuff. Uh, Webcology appeared. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, uh, you know, it went. Well, I guess, you know, the last post is appropriate. So, it's better than the wah, 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 wah. You can tell me to stop when you want. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime that's convenient, that's all good. <laughs> so, if you, the Yahoo um, directory is still up. It's still accepting submissions. It'll be $299 a year to get into it. There's mm-hmm. still hundreds of thousands of businesses listed. Mm-hmm. Not sure how many actually pay there, but still hundreds of thousands of businesses listed. You know, with uh, the Yahoo directory gone, you know what that actually leaves out there in the way of ancient and ugly old, old directories? Well, I think you may be referring to DMOZ. Afraid so. <laughs> I mean, the truth is, I had to just bring it up on screen to confirm it still exists. <laughs> and um, as it turns out, it persists to exist. It was last updated on uh, Monday, April 28th, 2014. I remember um, I helped build a search engine once, eh, when I worked with Jade Online. Yeah. And one of the, uh, the exact seek, one of the um, inputs of information, the, 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 some of the data that we were, we were bringing in came in a monthly data dump, or I'm sorry, a quarterly data dump from DMOZ. And it was just the ugliest series of, like, um, what's longer than a mile? Two miles, right. Two mile long uh, XML files. Uh, just ugly, ugly crap. Anyway, so yeah, uh, so many search engines got built off of these directories, scraping content or receiving content from Yahoo or the, or the uh, DMOZ directory. And uh, now Yahoo's gone. <sighs> Goodbye, Yahoo. I mean, you don't have anything to say about that besides... No, you know what? I mean, I... I it is sort of a... a it makes perfect sense. Like, it's sad, like, watching Josie's die was kind of like that, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I guess that era is totally over. I'm glad it is. But, you know, y- you got to, you know, there- there's always that little soft spot in your heart that you'd see the Yahoo directory or you'd see DMOZ and you'd kind of go, you. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Oh, that was a simpler time. Um, you know, but... As, as as you know, we we we've certainly progressed since then. It makes perfect sense. Like just like looking at Yahoo and all, all the news we cover, does it make sense to just jettison that thing? Yo, it sure does. It sure does to just hit the eject and, and fire that thing off. Um, you know that's something. You yeah. want to do. <laughs> that's closer to the wah 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 wah, <laughs> but not quite there yet. Um, again, yeah. The big purple cow. We spent so much time talking about these guys. Yeah. Because they were so important in the industry for so long. They were the um, the bellwether. Perhaps they still are. Everything is changing quickly. Yeah. Oh, no. No, it is. Um, and, I mean, you know, there's, there's, I'm sure, I'm sure just heaps and heaps more to, uh, more to come from Yahoo. I mean, I, I'm going to give this. 
you know, while, while you and I may chuckle, while, while I may be left shaking my head with some of the moves, um, they are doing a lot quite rapidly, like as far as massive business changes. I mean, I, I would argue that, you know, Google is actually moving more rapidly as far as they picked a direction and they're running. Um, Yahoo's kind of just running and jettisoning off things at the at the same time, but they will end up a sleeker machine at the end. And hey, if nothing else, gives us something to constantly talk about because they're pretty much always doing something. Them yahoos. Yep. <laughs> okay, we got to take a break. It's about 20 after the hour here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Um, maybe you're not listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. Maybe you're listening to it on, say, iTunes or iHeartRadio or any of the other fine pod- podcasts and distribution services out there. However you're listening, it's about 20 minutes past when we started, and we got to take a break. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Meanstock SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. We are going to be coming back with Chris Boggs from Sempo after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 2nd of October 2014, three three more shopping days until my birthday. And, uh, well, you know, we were going to have Chris Boggs from uh, Sempo on to talk about Sempo organizing an industry uh, statement of ethics and a search congress, but news came that Google was being threatened with a $100 million lawsuit over nude celebrity photos and, you know, you know, (laughs) like... Jennifer Lawrence and, 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 and Chris Boggs. I mean, and, and, now, we've all seen the nude photos of Chris. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I really don't know where to go elsewhere. I what, do I ser- what do I search for that? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we found out about this celebrity thing, and now we're all off on Google. We're going to be a little bit. Yeah. We're going Wait, to commercial break. Turn safe search off. Okay. <laughs> Step one um, accomplished. <laughs> We're back. Yeah, we will talk about Google being threatened with a $100 million lawsuit towards the end of the show, but we've got more important things to cover. Um, earlier today, Sempo released a press release um, touting its or calling for leading search marketing groups to unite in a call for delegates to frame a search marketing code of ethics. An initial organizing meeting is to be held at PubCon. The Internet Marketing Conference being held in Las Vegas next week. We have one of the guys who's behind this effort, Chris Bogues, a uh, 
Are you still are you still chair of Sunpo, Chris? I'm no longer the chair. I'm now what you call a chairman emeritus or chairperson emeritus. I've joined the likes of Gord Hotchkiss and Kevin Lee and Dana Todd. Uh, uh, of course, not as glorious in, in history as them, uh, but I'm a past chair. The current chair is Mike Grehan, our friend, mm-hmm. and our current president is another Mike from Cavario. Okay, well, um, in that case, we have Chair Emeritus, Chris Bogues, uh, Chris Boggs, Emeritus Boggs, Bogues. Um, Chris, what are you guys doing? You're trying to get a... Uh, Code of Ethics or a Search Congress? What's the what, what are you doing in Vegas next week? Well, let's back up, if you don't mind, for just a little bit of, sure. of background on this. Um, as you know, you know the topic of search standards has come up for years and years. And uh, Sempo, I've I've been fortunate or or unfortunate to be on the board for the last eight years, and uh, it's certainly a topic that a number of different boards has struggled with. Um, you know, the primary reason being is, you know, honestly, uh, we, we want to be a voice for the industry, but we also tell ourselves, who are we to be able to dictate standards, right? So um, we've, in the most recent uh, board, which, by the way, I'm really excited to be part of, and there's a lot of fresh, young blood, as it were, and, and I don't mean young in an HR way, just new to the board and, and uh, just uh, ready to contribute. Um, one of the areas that Tony Wright uh, has been focused on is... is oh, young uh, Tony. Yes, good old Tony. So he uh, actually, I told him that maybe perhaps uh, if you guys want to do a follow-up, uh, we're doing the meeting next week in Ve- in Vegas, which I'll tell you about in a second, but uh, the week after if you wanted, maybe he could come on and let you know how to meet him. Uh, absolutely. Would love to have Tony on the show. Uh, cool. So uh, that being said, uh, now we're at a point where um, we'd like to take baby steps is the way. And, and by the way, this is a lot of this is my opinion. There's other board members, so uh, some of the board members may disagree with me. I'm not completely uh, speaking on behalf of uh, every Sempo member in, in my thoughts that I uh, okay. share with you guys. Uh, but, you know, I think that sort of one of the good baby steps here is uh, we look for a code of ethics. Now, there's some codes of ethics that are out there already and that have had a lot of success. A former board member, Bruce Clay, is probably one of the better uh, known ones. And I know that there's uh, been some other you know, initiatives um, around the globe, honestly, to, to try to create some form of step towards standards. Uh, so that's what we're doing, and, and, and we want to be inclusive, right? We don't uh, – I had a conversation uh, a while back with uh, uh, Terry Van Horn and um, – and David Harry, uh, back when the last time this subject came up, it must have been three or four years ago around standards. And at that point, I had advocated that we create a list of tactics and that we, by uh, committee, identify the level of risk associated with each tactic, right? So that never took off the ground. Uh, but one of the things that Terry and I had talked about passionately on that show is that there should be some sort of a UN, right? It's not SEMPO only. So now our press release that went out today is announcing the formation of what, uh, against my personal uh, feelings, is being called the Search Congress. Uh, there is, there's already another Search Congress, but in any case, we have the Search Congress, and I'm standing behind that as its current name. Uh, and we're calling for other groups uh, to unite uh, to help frame this code of ethics. And uh, essentially, uh, we're we're going to call, call for from groups that are eligible in one of the following manners. And it's broad sweeping because we wanted to make sure to be fully inclusive, ranging from the one, two, or three-person group in Minnesota, uh, you know, to Skype groups, to local groups in cities in North America. And it's a North American folks but to start with. Uh, but groups that self-identify as surfing search engine marketers in some capacity, that's pretty broad. Groups that are at least one year old, so legit, you didn't just form on Facebook yesterday. Groups that have at least dues being members, so I'm sorry about misstating, I sent two or three, but uh, if you pay a couple of times each. I guess that counts. Uh, active Sempo local groups, groups that are primarily active in North America. So obviously, we're hoping that there's a lot of Canadian involvement, and groups that ha- and 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 um, groups that have pre-existing bylaws. Just again to try to make it a little bit more official uh, when it comes to uh, having some backbone and some teeth. So I'll shut up well, now and, and well, wait for some questions. You know, first off, what uh, I'm part of a group that self-identifies as serving search engine marketers in some capacity. I'm a host on Webmaster Radio. Does that count? I, I would say yes. I would say that if there's a group uh, 
of hosts on Webmaster Radio that would want to, um, you know, come forth. Uh, I think that would be perfectly uh, uh, considerable as a, as an eligible group. Okay. Well, what about the individual practitioners? You know, somebody who lives in um, not knocking Billings, Montana, but you know, some some town. Well, that's where we have to where there are no groups to join. What about that? Yeah. Well, you know, it's okay if it's a virtual group. I mean, there's a lot of groups, Sempo included, uh, where you don't have to be living down the road from someone in order to be in a group with them. What we're trying to and, – and, and okay, so I see where you're going, Jim, and I, and I understand that. And I agree that there's plenty of individual entities out there that have a strong voice in search and that for one reason or another have chosen to remain detached from any group, right, in their own personal life. So um, I'm sorry, but those people are not going to be eligible to be part of this Congress because we want groups of people. So, uh, yeah, maybe we'll take a little bit of heat about that. Uh, but personally, uh, I, I think that, um, you know, the fact that it's a group of groups is going to be a better first start uh, because you're already within those groups are probably going to have some heated discussions and debates as far as what the delegate is, uh, you know, allowed to uh, or, or encouraged to promote uh, as part of these discussions around the code of ethics, right? So, yeah, so the simple answer is no. I mean, single entities will not be able to, and I can imagine there would be some backlash to that. Now, uh, a question I have, I've always been, you know, from, from day one through many discussions on this, little hesitant, uh, you know, personally on, on the idea of a third party creating a, a code of ethics. Um, and, and to me, one of the big questions I have, and, and so I'll just ask it, will this be a consideration? You'd mentioned writing a, a list of tactics with sort of a, a risk grade uh, for each, which actually I think is, is, is quite a good way to go about it. Would the code of ethics be set um, such uh, such that I – mean, my big problem has always been that while I'm a white hat, I know lots of black hat. And to me, they know their risk. It's acceptable risk. And Google isn't a law, right? Like it's, it's – Google's guidelines are, are great. I obey them because I owe my clients that. But it's not a legal obligation. I don't even consider it an ethical obligation. But that's just me. Um, other than to my clients who I'm ethically tied to not – get their sites penalized um so what what guides would would be there would would you take a, a black hat and sort of go okay but you know what each time i'm gonna have my clients sign off on this checklist they understand exactly what i'm doing so ethically we're good it's just google's guidelines we're gonna violate but ethics we're not they understand their risk so great, great question. Um, obviously, we can't just sort of designate ourselves as the police of the internets, <laughs> uh, and uh, that's you know something that anyone that would try to do it, they would probably be get laughed, at, you know, laughed away. We're hoping that people would um, essentially affirm that they um, agree with or will abide by this code of ethics and then in return they would receive some sort of designation that shows that they or their company abides by the code of ethics and then they would be subject to potentially being reported uh, by another person that abides by the code of ethics that says hey this person's got this banner on their site but um, they are um, actually hijacking my site <laughs> well, okay. uh, or, you know, or something like that right what are you going to do about it <laughs> we'll take away their ba their ban. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it, really. I mean, you got okay. You got you got practitioners like my uh, my partner and Al my partner Alan and I who have actually stayed outside of groups for you know personal whatever reasons. My reason is I tend to cover things in the industry, so I don't I can't be. <laughs> and Alan's is because he's an social not sitting. Sorry, I had I couldn't I couldn't leave that one just sitting there. We can't be part of your group, but I'm. I don't get your trust mark. I don't get to have this banner. I don't get to have any of that. No, you can. That's the whole point is that um, – okay, so I, that's something that I – hold on. So I, from my understanding is that anyone can abide by this code of ethics. They do not have to be SEMPO members, right? But in order to be able to abide by the code of ethics and use the banner itself, then they become subject to scrutiny of making sure that they actually are – uh, abiding by the Code of Ethics. And there's certainly, there's, we're a volunteer organization, right? There's no way we could police this somehow and go around and make sure and do random audits to make sure that people are actually abiding by the code. So 
it's the same thing with a lot of other groups, though, if you think about it, and a lot of other uh, Better Business Bureau qualified uh, banners that are out there. And again, all this stuff is my own opinion, and, and I do think these are great questions. So I don't want you to think that my answers are uh, at all representative of Sempo as a whole or, or at the board as a whole. Well, and, um, and indeed, the, the meeting hasn't been held yet. We're, right. we're, this is, uh, yeah, the, anything that is, it should be said that anything is said is speculation on how things might go next week, right? right. Okay, cool. Um, what about Facebook groups? Is that a group? Uh, SEOs in Canada. Um, SEO bloggers. Is, is that a group? So I, I'm really glad you're asking these questions because I think this is a, the type of questions that we should obviously uh, preemptively prepare for, uh, especially given the qualifications of what a delegate uh, will be allowed to be sent from, right? And I think that there's two uh, specific bullets in the list of uh, eligibility that probably contradict uh, the ability for a Facebook group, right? Because one of them is that it has to have pre-existing bylaws. I'm not going to assume that all Facebook books don't have bylaws, but I would assume that most, if not all, do. Uh, don't. Uh, and then there's also the dues-paying member thing. Um, you know, these are, right now, this is, we, put, we had to put something out there, right? And, and I can see that those two, of all the bullets of the eligible groups, uh, are probably going to be the ones that are the most uh, pushed back on because there's certainly legitimate groups out there that have no existing bylaws. Uh, rem- so uh, what are you guys doing with this It's a problem for the committee, right? Uh, pardon? So what are you guys going to do if there's pushback? A well, legitimate pushback at that. What if, what if somebody's got a legitimate complaint that you haven't really considered? You know me. I'm, I'm, I'm a diplomat and I'm... Uh, all for being as inclusive as possible. In fact, um, you know, again, on my own opinion, I was for this being global, uh, but probably rightfully so. Um, you know, the 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 rest of the board, you know, kind of agreed that this should be limited to North America to start with, right? Because uh, and 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 trust me, there was us, the United States, as as being involved. But I, you know, I think there's strong enough, and considering that we have people on the board from Canada, uh, you know, we want to be North American related, right? So uh, there's a lot of things that have gone into the creation of just this press release, and and it's a little bit, you know, it was a little bit trepidatious, frankly. And and uh, this is the first, I'm the first person to even be able to respond to anyone about it. Um, so I, I again appreciate these questions because I agree with you. There's stuff in here that is certainly not um, zipped up right yet, uh, but that's what this is. This is meant to be the initial um, reach out. Uh, let's get this conversation started. And, and I would greatly expect that this eligible groups listing uh, that's included in the uh, press release will probably undergo some changes before uh, the final Congress is set. Now, you guys are organizing this for PubCon, which happens October 6th to 9th, 2014. It happens next week. You've given um, the industry very little time to yeah. prepare, to think about, or to get to Vegas in case they're it's interested a timing. in being there. It's a timing thing, Jim, and... Um Honestly, we, we really debated about whether we had enough time to release it before PubCon. The reason we did PubCon is because it's going to be one of the largest search marketing conferences this year. So there are a lot of people and a lot of what we feel will be represented from a lot of different groups at the event. So we'd rather, again, get it out there. Now, one of the things that I've already said, and, and when I shared this press release on my Facebook page, I mentioned that you know if people are, are want to join this virtually, I, I can't see why we couldn't uh, have a couple of us up there uh, with a laptop and, and, and a Google Plus group going um, or a Skype on one laptop and a Google Plus group on another uh, to try to be more inclusive. Again, this is just an initial forming planning meeting. This is not by any means going to so, uh, create any ethics or anything like that yet, right? So um, we want to be inclusive of, uh, and, and I think that the answer to your question is that we have to find a way to allow people that want to hear what is being said there to hear so via Google Plus or Skype or something like that. And, and I, I'll do my hardest uh, to make sure that happens. I, I, I think that's excellent. I think a lot of people would be would be really pleased uh, if you did that. Um, I have a couple of questions. I know you have a conf- um, you have a, a full day of work to get to. Uh, there's a lot happening in New York right now. Um, there's a you're talking about Sempo is talking about forming a search congress, and I, I know that 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 that's just a name, and a, a, a group by any other name would still be a group. Um, <laughs> but um, Congress has some gravitas to it. 
And it strikes me that you don't form a congress of anything to do one task. Is there more than a uh, code of ethics in mind when uh, Sempo talks about forming a congress? Uh, no, not at all. In fact, uh, again, that's one of the reasons I didn't like that group, uh, that name, personally, is because of some questions that it would draw and some of the inferences that some people could take from, uh, you know, essentially naming yourself king. <laughs> you know, <laughs> some, some people could look at it that way, right? So um, I, I, would, I would say I really hope that that's not the case. I'm naive, but I'm not that naive. I don't think the current chair and president have any ideas of, uh, you know, using this as a, uh, a tool to start to take over the universe. Uh, I think that it's just a matter of we needed a name for the group. I personally prefer UN, uh, you know, but um, Congress is uh, what counts. I don't think you should take anything more from it in terms of like a, a looming uh, threat type of a scenario. For what it's worth, historically, the first American Congress, not, not the second Congress, Continental, but the first American Congress was formed to write the Constitution. That was his job. The second one was formed to kick the Canadians out? No, I'm just kidding. No, the second <laughs> one was formed in 1792 to be, to be Congress. Excellent. <laughs> um, but again, the initial one was formed for one extraordinary document. And, you know, you um, I think you That's have good issues of... That could be why Tony wanted to do it that way. I mean, he knows history. I'm not a great big history buff, so... Well, I was going to say, I think you have the good wishes of people in the industry to come up with an extraordinary document. Um, I know from conversations and interviews I've had over the last six months that there's a, a desire for uh, some definition and some uh, uh, code that we can point clients to to say, yes, we follow this, and this is what professionals do. Um, I guess the last question that I have, Dave might have another question before we go to break, but the last one I have is, um, this is and I don't, mean to, I don't mean to dampen this. I'm actually, I support the I support No, I appreciate the question. Luck, I appreciate it's, it's the question. It's a really hard task, Chris. I mean, you're trying to organize people who traditionally have not allowed themselves to be organized. How do you see this going? <laughs> like, uh, is, is this, is this going to work? Um, you know, I'm an eternal optimist. I get crap from a lot of people in my life about that. Like, I, I like to see the, uh, the, you know, that silver lining in any potential uh, thundercloud. And I, I do think it can work. Um, I, the, the one thing that I'm fearful of is exactly what you already hit on, right? Can we, are, and I think it comes down to maturity, honestly. And I don't want to be trying to sound like uh, paternal by saying it, but are we mature enough as an industry to come together and to put those petty differences or past, uh, you know, past feelings about specific groups or people aside to be able to come together and do this. Because honestly, if we don't as an industry, we'll continue to lag, I think, a little bit behind some of the other more accredited as per se marketing channels that are out there. So this is a very important first step, I think, for our industry. There's been brave companies and leaders such as Bruce Clay's with his code of ethics and stuff that have tried this kind of stuff in the past, whether or not it was used as partially a marketing ploy or not, uh, for those that are thinking that, it doesn't matter, right? The fact is, is that there was an ethics put it out and, and that it's been used and, and stuck to. Um, you know what? We as an industry need one, and I think that this is the time, and if we can put everything aside uh, in terms of differences and do it, this is a very, uh, could be a, a seminal step for us as, as, as a legitimate, uh, you know, big three marketing channel. Well, oh, excellent. Uh, the, I, I, thank you. That was a, that was a, that was a great, a great close. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to go to break. Chris, thank you so much for joining us at Webcology. I think uh, this is something that a lot of people, obviously a lot of people in the industry are going to be watching. Um, I'm not going to be in PubCon, uh, at PubCon physically. I do hope to join you virtually. How, if, uh, if you guys do do the Google Plus channel, how, are, how would you advise people to find out about it? Well, I would say let's keep an eye out on the uh, Sempo Facebook page. Uh, we'll make sure to uh, announce things there. And then um, I would imagine that given uh, you know our industry network uh, and, and the 12 current board members, uh, the word will get out and be shared, and, and I'll certainly um, do my best to make sure that uh, we follow through on that. Well, Chris, it's always great talking to you, brother. Uh, congratulations on the uh, 200th rock stars. I haven't said that to you personally yet. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I hope to talk to, hope to golf with you soon. Hope to talk to you soon. And uh, good luck in Las Vegas next week. 
Thank you very much. Thanks, Dave. Bye, Jim. Thanks, Chris. Take care. Hey, friends, that was, uh, that was uh, Chair Emeritus Chris Boggs of uh, Sempo, Search Engine Marketing Professionals Organization, talking about the uh, initial organization of a search marketing group to form an initial or frame an initial search marketing code of ethics. We're going to have to race through a commercial break here. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. You listen to Webcology and WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. We've got more coming up after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at Bruce Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. We're quickly rounding out the hour. We had, uh, we had Chris Boggs from Simple One a little bit longer than, I, uh, than the clock expected. And the, the clock isn't <laughs> nearly as fluid as we are. Um, that was great, eh? I'm, I'm really glad he came on and talked about that. Yeah, no, that's that is great, and and you know what, we I uh, I feel for him in in the because he's such a nice guy, and then he had to deal with us. Um, you know, I mean, not to say they're not good questions, but he uh, he called it himself. He's a, a great diplomat um, and and a great representative of of Sempo. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see this play out, and I just hope that it, it plays out to be a way that is inclusive of, um, you know, those people who would use strategies that may not conform to the guidelines. And again, I'm not one of them, but I, I know many. So do you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's, it's like, you know what, it, as long as they're going in, my problem comes in, and I'm sure yours too, when you come in as a white hat and you do clearly knowingly black hat you get caught in like a change of rules or something like that i'll I'll forgive you but um when you know you know going in what you're doing right and 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 you're hiding it from from the clients or whatnot that's a a big problem in the industry my my bigger problem is is uh even stupider than that (laughs) and i think stupider is the right way to phrase it it's people who i mean the black hats they at least they know what they're doing they're selling a service to somebody they know what they're doing they know how the search engine works. They know the history. They know where the thin ice may or may not be. And whether I advocate that type of practice or not, I can't help but recognize that they have an immense amount of knowledge to draw from. My problem in the industry is um, the people who've been around for a couple of months or a couple of years even. And they, you know, they're suddenly God's gift to uh, webmastering. Right. And they don't know. 
and they misguide people. And then they get those that that gives the rest of the re- industry a really bad reputation. So you know, this is an example over on the. Remember, we were talking about how Barry uh, got hit by the panda page, and he goes to the community. Well, if you see something, can you tell me what it is? Right? Yep. One guy comments, "I've been in the industry three months, and I'll tell you." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> oh my God, do you have any idea to whom you're writing? <laughs> like, like Barry Schwartz. Um, Barry Schwartz was in the industry. Um, on day one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're talking I, to somebody who can barely remember the last panda update, let alone. <laughs> and that's what, that's, I, I, I see fly by night or low skill SEO is a bigger challenge than, um, I'm not going to, I'm not, you know, uh, dog boy. I will use the name dog boy. You probably know who I'm talking about, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, Phenomenal dark arts SEO back in his mm-hmm. day. Yeah. That guy that guy ran rings around Google. Now, again, I wouldn't do that, but Dogboy knew his stuff. Probably better than I do. I, yeah. I, you know what? I'm gonna say this straight out. Dogboy knows Google better than I do. And I'm a really good SEO. Right, so but through, I don't have a problem with him so much. No, no, and I mean the thing is, and, and I think this is where the ethics come in. You know, if the black hat's going, I'm a black hat. You know, well, you remember me back in my affiliate days. Like, I, these are Google's guidelines. They're not, they're not the law. I won't break the law, but I will break Google's guidelines when I'm doing affiliate sites. Right? Like back at like the the you know uh, the late '90s, early 2000s. Um, the ethics come into the client, and I think that's what really where the code of ethics needs to be. It's not in a specific tactic. It needs to be in how do you interact with your client and how forthcoming are you about the pros and cons and risks and rewards. Well, um, I'd suggest that's, that's the successful path for them, yeah. I'd suggest yeah. that. Because, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't legislate tactics exactly. Google can because they're the ones with the iron hammer. Right, but they change them anyway, so what are you going to do? Yeah, but um, uh, an industry organization, no matter how well-intentioned or how well-known, can't enforce standards. They can only pull the trust mark. Right. And that's where, that's where I had the problem with the initiative, is in the development of the trust mark. I think that a great part of the industry will not necessarily be represented in the development of these ethics. Right. However... I am, I'm going to go on record now saying I really do trust a lot of the people at that table. I trust Mike Crehan. I trust Chris Bogues. Oh, yeah, um, these are people. Like, if I had to pick a team, <laughs> you know, they're going to do what, a good job. Yeah, if, if, if I want somebody to have my back, Tony is one of the guys I would want having my back because I believe in him. You well, know, and you know what? Here, here's, here's, and I, you know what? You bring up a great point. And the thing is, do I think I, I could have that, that seal on our site? Sure. I mean, the strategies we use, you know, do because we have that engagement with our clients and we are white hat. But, um, you know, and so are you. But do I think that, you know what, I'm not going to name names, but there are some some good black hats who do work for clients, um, you know, in in specific sectors. And that's that's what you got to do there. Do I think they should not have that capability to to be certified when everybody at the table knows (laughs) <laughs> it's been an honest conversation about what's going on. Um, so do I think I, it's not really going to affect me negatively how it's currently set up, but I do feel I, I go, it's not mm-hmm. inclusive of a very important sector of, of our industry. And if you keep them hidden and you keep them, you know, if you go, hey, Black Hat's a horrible thing and can't be part of any of these discussions, then you've got just a, you know, a a segment that you're, you're basically completely ignoring that can add value to the conversation. But here's the business proposition, and I think Chris is exactly right about this. And, you know, this is something that, that I'm weighing. It's, hard, it's a big debate in my head right now. If we, as an industry, were to ostracize a segment that makes the rest of us look really bad, yeah, we would make more money. If we were to publicly ostracize those people, point at them and say, yo, you're not us. You can sell whatever you're selling, but don't call it SEO. You can't call that search marketing. You can't call that a professional service. If we were to do that and point to these people 
and say right. they don't have the trust mark, so you cannot trust them. We would make more money as practitioners. That's what Chris is thinking. That's what yeah. I'm certainly thinking. I think Mike is thinking, and I think they're right. I just don't like that way of thinking. You know what but that might it. be? Or why not just change the seal? Right? And go, yeah, they are trusted to follow their ethics. And the fact that they're putting the seal on there, black hat on it, tells you they do. <laughs> it just it does. It's there. They're saying I'm a black hat and I obey this code of ethics. You know the second you hire me that, yeah, it's a risky proposition, but it's going to work fast and I know what I'm doing. You know how much fun we could have? I, I, does, does Google, uh, I, does Google um, uh, uh, Hangouts still allow you to put hats on other people while they're talking? <laughs> can you only do it to yourself? I think you can only do it to yourself. Okay, well, I'm just going to have a lot of fun doing that. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll see if I can get them, edit, get them to give me editing privileges or something. Oh, um, sure. <laughs> I doubt it. Okay, we've got time for one more story. We've got like three minutes before we've got to jump to the uh, news at the top of the hour. This one comes from the Be Careful What You Wish For file. Yeah. Okay. Be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Earlier this week, Google announced it was going to remove news snippets and thumbnails from all German news stories to uh, stay uh, inside of Germany's or the EU's new copyright laws. So Jen Slag asked today in the SEM Post, how long do you reckon it's going to be before uh, the Germans are begging to have their real stories listed in Google again? <laughs> We're going to organize a pool on this, eh? Yeah, Google has has a history of doing that. They did something very, very similar to Yelp when Yelp was like, and you're taking our snippets, and they're like, fine then we won't anymore, and we won't take anything from it. <laughs> yeah. Now like, what are you going to do? Okay. Complain about that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, you're, you're completely right. Be careful what you wish for. They, they just might do what you're asking. Yeah. Okay, so uh, there's, I'm pretty sure there's a reason we ended the story on that aphorism. Uh, <laughs> careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Friends, here comes the pain. There's the hook. You've been listening to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, that's Dave at Beanstalk SEO. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Jim at Digital Always Media. You've been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stick around. We've got incredible stuff coming up on the network after the news. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.